0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Full Blood Sports Show. Hopefully, you guys are doing well today. Uh, today is currently Friday, so the last, uh, well, not the last. The um, NFL playoffs, or you know, NFL championship games, are coming up real soon on Sunday. They are closing in. I am getting real excited for those games, guys. Those are going to be very, very fun to watch. I cannot wait, but anyway, so today might be pretty short, I mean there's not a whole lot here, and uh, it is pretty dry right now, so just kind of bear with me on that, but um, yeah, let's uh, get right into things, so first thing here is the Steelers, or excuse me, Steeler tight end Vince McDonald has officially retired after eight seasons of playing. He, um... You know, he has played... He has played a very... Well, not a very, very long time. Eight years isn't that long. Well, yeah, it is, I guess. But, yeah, so... A lot of things when they retire after eight years and they're only 30 years old, you know, it, it turns into the first thing that you got to start looking at is, you know, was it injuries that plagued him? Was it maybe just there's no more love for the game, you know, as much as there used to be? Is, is, uh, is family becoming more important to you? Which is, isn't, isn't wrong. You know, is it, family becoming more of an impact on you playing and you just don't think you want to do it anymore? More times than not, it's going to land in the, it, you know, it's going to land on the side of the player is dealing with injuries more often, more, you know, quite frequently, and it's just causing things not to be as fun. They can't really train. You know, they're always constantly on in injured report. That's not fun. And I I could see where a player would want to quit then, uh, even though it's their dream to play. And so more times than not, it's because of injury. Um, And then it also comes down to the second most common thing I would say, other than, you know, constant injuries is... I would say the second most common thing would have to be, you know, is... Is your family becoming more of a factor? You know, is your family more, is your family having, not, not that they're telling you what to do, they're, you know, are they kind of impacting you a little bit more than you ever expected to where, you know, maybe playing isn't something that you want anymore. So, but here's what they have to say is the 30 year old Vance McDonald officially uh, announces retirement Friday, which was today. And uh, this is what Rachel McDonald has to say in a statement, quote, My family and I are so grateful for everything NFL football has provided us in our life. It has provided us in our life all the memories, both good and the difficult, the relationships and friends we've made along the way, the life lessons the game provided both me and my loved ones. It's always been our dream and mission to leverage the platform given us through the NFL. given us through the NFL to help serve and uplift others along the way, and we will continue to find ways to serve others as we begin this next chapter of our lives. I am proud to retire a stealer, end quote. So, it's sad. It really is sad to see because he was such a dominant player. I feel like, you know, he wasn't all like Gronkowski, but... I feel like whenever he had the ball, he could make Rob Gronkowski-type plays, which a lot of tight ends should. But I'm just saying, like, the type of disrespect that he would, you know, that he would show other players by tossing around the field like Gronk does, I feel like he did those quite often as well Well, earlier on. It kind of seemed like, you know, it kind of – and unfortunately, you could kind of tell aging with within a tight end a little bit more than with a little bit more than most positions. I feel like it's definitely one of them. But yeah, what I was gonna say before that was, um, what was I gonna say? That you know, that's what I was gonna say. So it, unfortunately, it kind of seems like as he kind of started to get, you know, closer to that age 30, that he wasn't really making those plays anymore. It kind of seemed like he was doing those, you know, while he was drafted in 2013. So, you know, he was kind of doing them the first, like, three, four years. And then it almost kind of seemed like maybe three, four, five years. And then it just kind of seemed like after that, he just turned more into a blocking. It just seems like whenever tight ends start to age, you know they come into the league the first like 5 6 years they're real real dominant constantly receiving the ball and then it just seems like as they kind of get older and the, the production kind of starts to decline then that's when they become more of blockers because you don't have to be you don't have to be young to block and then it's like then that production, you know, year by year, you know, for as much as longer as they're in the league, slowly keeps declining, you know, from all the catches that they've made, all the production of from catching that they've made all throughout the years. All that slowly starts to decline every year past that that they want to play. It just keeps declining, 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 because all they keep doing is blocking you know, up front blocking, and then the rare, like, and then the rare pass or two to them every couple games, every now and again. So, unfortunately, that's the fate of a tight end, I feel like, nowadays, I mean, not even nowadays, just just in general. I mean, and I can't necessarily blame teams. They're not going to toss a football to a guy that's averaging, that's, get, that's catching a ball, and then is only averaging... Three, you know, only averaging three, four, five yards after contact. Um, When in their earlier stages, they'd catch the ball, and then they'd get, you know, they'd at least be able to shove them off. Um, And I feel like that's just kind of what tight ends have come to. You know, as getting older, I mean, it's just a part of their body, and, you know, they're not built like a receiver or you know they're a lot bigger than a receiver and a lot bigger than running backs, and so, and I feel like running backs are you know this is off topic, but running backs are also a part of that position too. I feel like most positions are like that, but um, some that are some that are especially so a little bit more involved and a little bit more shaken when it comes to that kind of stuff than most other positions. But anyway so vance mcdonald's drafted out of the second round of that 13 draft by the niners after four seasons in the bay the niners traded the tight end to pittsburgh in 2017. mcdonald's is Steelers nominee for the 2020 walter Payton main of the year this is what coach mike tomlin had to say quote i am appreciative of vance's contributions during the last four years of his career that he spent in pittsburgh he was a class act on and off the field leading many of our efforts in the community while also being a voice for social justice efforts and the community work during the pandemic i wish he and his family nothing but the best in his retirement and his continued work to be a pillar in the community end quote chris conte in 2018 or and then they're saying that at the end of this article that perhaps his best that they believe his well i mean i'm not going to say they believe there was a pretty nasty stiff arm but his greatest play in 2018 of all time came in 2018 when we saw Vance McDonald's stiff stiff arm well at the time buck safety Chris Conti into the into the netherworld on a 75 yard score i actually remember that that was crazy yeah, that was probably, I would say, out of his four years, that's probably one of his best plays, I would definitely have to say. But, yeah, so, and then at the last at the last thing here, it says, in four years in total with the Steelers, Vance McDonald generated 117 receptions, going for 1,170 yards and eight TDs, retires with a career total of 181 catches for 2,036 yards and 15 scores, leaves Eric Ebron and Zach Gentry as the two remaining tight ends on the Steelers roster. Which can both, honestly, I feel like could both probably break out too soon. So, there is that. I wish you nothing but the best, though, Vance. In retirement, you played very, very tough physical football. It's going to be sad to see you leave. But, yeah, happy real retirement. So, not early, but happy retirement. And the next thing here is the Thursday's injury news and roster, Thursday, Thursday's injury report in Roster News ahead of Championship Sunday. So it's going to explain just everything in general. Not too much, So I might just read it all. So here is the first set of things, or this is the first set of random things actually. Antonio Brown hasn't practiced this week, but there is still a chance he plays in the NFC Championship game Sunday. Um, on Thursday, Bruce Arians said the veteran wideout will be a game-time decision against the Packers. Brown has been battling a knee injury this week. Arians also said defensive lineman Vita moved around well around moved around well when the team went full speed to practice today. Villa's been out with a fractured ankle since week five, but was activated off injured reserve earlier this week. Could be a big boost for them come Sunday. Here's everything else that they were tracking on Thursday as far as injuries go. First thing here is Packers are signing cornerback Tremont Williams to their practice squad. Michael LaFleur said the team later confirmed the move. Williams was released by the Ravens this week. Second thing here is Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, with, you know, uh, with a concussion and a toe injury, was limited at practice for a second time this week, Coach Andy Reid said, uh, Coach Andy Reid said. And then Bashad Breeland, also with a concussion and a shoulder, was also limited at practice. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire ankle hip, Rashad Fenton with a foot, and Sammy Watkins with a calf for practice are all practiced in a limited capacity. Running back Levion Bell with a knee and linebacker Willie Gay Jr. Ankle did not practice. Buffalo Bills receiver Colt Beasley was added to the injury report Thursday with a knee injury and was limited in practice. Stefan Diggs oblique was also limited again. And receiver Gabriel Davis Ankle and defensive tackle Vernon Butler Quad were did not were both did not participate again. So there's your Thursday. Well, at the time Thursday's injury report heading into Sunday. Hopefully that doesn't change too much, or you know, hopefully there's no more additions, and then most of these guys can hopefully play because that'd make it a lot funnier of a of a uh, championship uh, Sunday. So next thing here is ex Washington QB Dwayne Haskins has signed a has signed a reserve futures contract with the Steelers. This was on the, the 21st, so this was on Thursday. It says Dwayne Haskins signed a reserve futures contract with Steelers after visiting the team on Thursday. The Steelers announced NFL Network insider Ian Report has reported that Haskins' visit earlier Thursday did did end up confirming that for us. Late December Haskins was cut by the Washington football team before the season ended after just 13 starts in less than two years. Also had recently visited the Panthers too, thought that was possibly gonna happen. Steelers surprisingly didn't upgrade their QB room in 2020, riding with Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs behind Big Ben. with Big Ben's future beyond this season in doubt signing Haskins is an indication that Pittsburgh is looking for young signal colors in the new field. So yeah, when, when they, um, you know, whenever you have a leading quarterback and just an overall veteran, someone that's been there for so long, and then, you know, they're getting on the you know later side, kind of getting to the end of the career, you know, for someone like Big Ben, they start signing guys like this. You almost got to, you know, you almost just immediately think, okay, this is probably because, you know, they're trying to start, you know, they're trying to start early. Like he may not retire for another couple of years, but you know, those years can fast approach you. And so they're like, okay, he may not retire for another one or two, maybe three years, but we, we, you know, we kind of get on it, but you know, it's also early enough to where they can, you know, it's also coming quick enough to where they can also start making adjustments. And so they figure, hey, let's bring in someone like, you know, someone like Dwayne Haskins, who's got some potential. You know, get him behind Big Ben. You know, you know, get him, get him in the second string or something. Get him on, you know, get him on your team, so that way, you know, if he does potentially play those next, you know, those on, you know, a number of. I keep stuttering. You you signed Dwayne Haskins down, he's potentially got you know who's he, got potential, and then should Big Ben inevitably should he actually play another two to three years, you have Dwayne Haskins behind Big Ben for those two to three years, learning behind Big Ben, and then he could you know pick up a lot of tips. Big Ben can teach him a lot of things, you know, and keep you know kind of keep him. Kind of keep them learning and keep them, you know, because there's, you know, it, it, it's good to learn behind a veteran as it is, but to be able to play and learn under Big Ben, that is a big deal. Like, not only is he a veteran, but someone that's been, but someone that has found so much success in this league, so many accomplishments. He, Dwayne Haskins, you know, if should Big Ben play another two, three years, Dwayne Haskins could learn a lot from Big Ben and really turn his career around here. So, that would be really exciting to see. Like I said, like I have told you guys, I, I never hate, I never really hated on Dwayne Askins. I just was saying the hard truth when it was in Washington. I would love to see him be good. I just think that he gets himself hyped up too much to where he, I, you know, I just think that he says things that are too cocky, and he just, says, he, you know, he's young, but I think if he just kind of clears his, uh, you know, essentially become more humble, and I'm sure he is, but you know, become less cocky. Become more like, hey, let's get to work. Let's not, you know, I know I'm not the greatest quarterback, you know, especially when he said when he was drafted, you know, a lot of, you know, the 31 other teams are going to wish that they drafted me. Okay, you're going to get rid of that cockiness, get rid of all of that. I think if he can do all of that, get rid of those distractions that he's giving himself and just focus on playing, focus on the game, learn behind Big Ben. For another, you know, if he does play another two, three years, learn behind Big Ben. Maybe if it's just another one or two, learn behind Big Ben. Just focus on the game, focus on yourself. I think he could turn into a hell of a player, you know. So it would be really, really fun to see him really burst out here soon. And then the next thing here, the last thing I'm actually, the last thing here is... The Rockets have acquired Kevin Porter Jr. in deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. This came yesterday as well. So made a monumental deal last week and are continuing to deal this week, according to sources. And Shams the Rockets have acquired second-year wing Kevin Porter Jr. from the Cavs in exchange for a protected future second-round pick. This is what Shams had a, uh, said about you know said about it all in the tweet. Cleveland Cavaliers are finalizing a trade to send Kevin Porter Jr. to the Houston Rockets. Sources tell The Athletic. And of course, when you move, the Rockets will waive Chris Clemens, according to Jonathan uh, Fain of the Houston Chronicle. And this is what Jonathan Fain actually had to say. The Rockets will acquire Kevin Porter Jr. from the Cavs. Source told Woj. First, the Rockets are sending a protected second-round pick. We'll wave Chris Clemens to open the raster spot. So, there is that as well. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's actually going to do it, guys, for today's episode of the Full Cliflet Sports Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Again, Football Sunday coming up very, 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 very soon. the next 48 hours, we'll see, you know, we'll see great, great games, and I am just so excited to watch them, but yeah, guys, so again, thank you guys for being here, thank you guys for listening to the show today, hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and uh, yeah, I'll see you guys later.